From the protectors of the Internet, the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force, it's the PKO Podcast with Carl and Dana. Welcome to the PKO Podcast presented by the Wisconsin Department of Justice, Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. I'm Carl. And I'm Dana. As always, we love it when we have a guest in the studio with us. We do. Brings an extra element of fun to our, our podcast. <laughs> so today we've got Ben. Ben is a special agent in charge and he works in human trafficking. So we're going to be talking about that kind of side of things a little bit today. Welcome, Ben. Thank you. Glad you could join us. So I'm sitting here like hoarding my joke sheet to my chest. Yes. Because I don't want you guys to read it before I read the joke to you. Ben is sitting uh, to her left and can kind of see a little bit on her her sheet and i'm sitting across from her so i can't see but she's like got this thing coveted like it's the holy grail so it better be good it is um i gotta find one you're not gonna get i feel like you might get some of these i can only imagine should i should we play music the jeopardy music (laughs) okay you ready yep how does a tree get on the computer hmm Through the window. No. <laughs> Ben's Apple. just shrugging. Apple tree. <laughs> it logs on. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. So right. she has a sheet of 20 jokes and she just crosses them off on all of our episodes. She just. So there's a lot of research that's put into these jokes. I just want to let everybody know. I'm ready. All right. <laughs> so we are talking about human trafficking today. Human trafficking seems to be the um, it is uh, front and center a stage uh, as of late, uh, both uh, in state level uh, in Wisconsin at least, and pretty much nationwide. Um, it seems like we are uh, being able to identify uh, the victimization of human trafficking a lot better uh, through things. There's a lot better services out there, and uh, Ben is here to talk about um, you know kind of the warning factors, things to look for, uh, what human trafficking is, and that kind of thing. Yeah, let's start with that. Let's talk about what human trafficking is. Sure. So when most people think of human trafficking, uh, sometimes you get the wrong idea, thinking it always has to be some victims from another country, which is not true. I mean, everybody could be born and bred right here in the United States. Most of my agents throughout the state uh, have cases where everybody is actually from that area. They're not constrained to that area when it comes to the actual investigation or case, but however, they're not from a foreign country. So the difference is in human trafficking, they have to have the act, the means, and the purpose, the three elements of human trafficking. The act is going to be the harboring of the person, um, providing for them uh, shelter, transportation, and such. And the purpose is going to be either uh, sexual exploitation or forced labor. Mm -hmm. Now, the means by which they keep this person in place that they are exploiting is going to use force, fraud, or coercion. And that can entail a number of things that the trafficker does to, uh, you know, keep uh, this uh, this victim in place. And it it can be a lot of different crimes uh, combined when working the human trafficking investigations. But that's the kind of like the the basic elements for it. And all of those can be met by somebody that is here in the United States. They're not brought over uh, across uh, country lines in metal bins or anything like that, uh, although that could happen for some smuggling. Uh, a lot of times it's, it's, it's right here underneath our noses, and we're just you know trying to uh, work these investigations or law enforcement and trying to get the message out to the public. And a lot of times our, our trafficking cases and our ICAT cases kind of intersect 
Um, and we talk a lot about like grooming and manipulation and ICAC, and that's along the same lines as that kind of coercion or fraud that you see, and then maybe that turns into force later on once they're kind of hooked into that activity. Right, right. What I think you you refer to uh, is a, a trafficker will groom the the potential victim uh, just as much as you'd have a. a you know, ICAC predator grooming a child. It's mm-hmm. the same concept. It's the same theories. It's the same way about going about it. Um, and it's just a different format mm-hmm. basically is what it is. So we um, focus mostly on protecting kids online. So I guess let's talk a little bit more about like child sex trafficking. Um, do you want to talk a little bit more specifically about that before we talk about red flags? Sure. Okay. So for uh, child sex trafficking, uh, the average age the, for recruitment for these um, uh, the traffickers and their victims, the victims usually age between uh, 12 and 14 years old. So it's a very young age. Mm. And many times the, uh, the victims, um, they're, they have a lot of uh, hardships in life, and a lot of times they don't have a family uh, structure. And many times they're also running from something rather running to uh, a trafficker for help. So they're trying to get away from something that's happening to them in their lives. And, you know, it can, anybody can uh, be uh, the victim of uh, a recruitment, but many times the trafficker is going to seek out those that are in need and the ones that have a very, very low self-esteem. And I think one of the things that really surprised me was that um, you really have to think, about this from that viewpoint, you know, that coercion or whatever it might be, that thing that helps make them feel safe that they're um, going into this sort of thing is it might be like a meal from McDonald's or it might be, you know, getting their hair done or something like that that just makes them feel um, better or more secure or safer or something like that um, and then kind of gets them hooked into this lifestyle. It might not be something huge and over the top that, you know, we would expect. Yeah, usually if there's a, a youth that's in need, uh, money is usually a factor in there too. And so the traffickers will always advertise that I'll take care of you, I'll pay for this, I'll pay for that. And as they uh, groom their victim, many times, uh, despite having uh, an age difference, uh, they actually start dating their victim, and the victim actually believes that this is their boyfriend and mm-hmm. this is the right thing to do. Yeah, it's unbelievable the... Uh how easy and how accessible these traffickers have to the kids. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff, um, what we find happens on Facebook or your simple apps. Um, so it's things that look out for you. You have your uh, son or daughter on a Facebook app and have messenger. And that's almost, if you have a, it open to a public profile and an open invitation for somebody to be contacting your child. And, and as scary as it sounds, um, it could be a trafficker looking for the next, next victim. Uh, you don't know, and that's why we talk so don't. much about you know keeping those private and yep. only friending people you know. Yeah, Absolutely, because it is that easy. Um, in a lot of the cases that we see, it does start that way. Uh, so um, you know, your simple apps like Meet Me or Facebook or uh, Instagram or you know any of those platforms, are an easy target for traffickers to uh, to infiltrate into uh, a kid's life. So um, it's one thing to look for, too, I guess. Mm-hmm. And many times for the victim, too, it's at a point in their life where they really, really are in need. Maybe they've, they've run away, they've uh, dropped out of school, they've got nowhere else to turn, and the traffickers uh, recognize this, and that's what they, they home in on. Mm-hmm. They go after the kids that uh, are really, really in need. It's well, just so heartbreaking. Right. 
What are some warning signs if uh, somebody's son or daughter that you notice uh, gets involved in this? Well, if somebody's uh, they're starting to be uh, victimized, many times uh, you'll see stuff that's happened in their lives, like maybe they're having trouble in school, they've gotten in trouble, um, maybe for controlled substances or drinking, and maybe they've got a, a boyfriend that is much older than them. And they're coming home with, uh, with new things. Uh, they're coming home with more money than they normally have. And uh, it's just a, a lot of signs that way of uh, them also trying to break away from uh, what's going on at home and breaking away and isolating themselves from their friends and the rest of the world. Any specific red flags you can think of for um, online? You know, if you are checking in, on your kid's phone every once in a while or talking to them about what they're doing online, anything specific that you see as far as that goes? I mean, I know sometimes we see, like, if there's piles of cash or something in some of the photos, that's something to be aware of. Yeah, and you can you can always be proactive and take a look at what's going on with your, your child's phone and the apps and such. And if they actually know this person that they're talking to, um, because that's always a big factor, is especially when they're being recruited, they don't really know this person. They've never met them, but now this person's promising them uh, to be a model or this person's promising them money and trying to get them to meet them. And maybe this person is much older than them. And as you said, they might be uh, advertising uh, pictures of themselves throwing down money uh, to show how much money they can make. And at first, the victim may not actually understand what that actually is going to entail mm-hmm. until it's uh, too late. Um, resources. If people need some help with this or if they need more information, where should they go? If you go to our DOJ website, um, and you scroll down to under the section with the big, uh, fingerprint that says HT on it, there are a ton of resources on that page for human trafficking, uh, from the statutes to, uh, warning signs to lots of other descriptions of, uh, of ways to get help. Um, there's another uh, website you can go to. It's uh, polarisproject.org. It's a, a really good website, too, that has a lot of good information regarding human trafficking. And the big thing with that, too, they say that um, if you see something that just doesn't look right, if it kind of you know gives you that weird feeling in your stomach, like say something to somebody or report it somewhere because it might be um, a red flag or an indicator of this stuff, and we definitely want to put a stop to that. Mm-hmm. If you stay active in your child's life and know, what's who they're making friends with online and uh, who they're uh, they're meeting up with that uh, is is going to help out tremendously. Excellent. And any other resources that we have, we can go to protect kids online, <laughs> wi.gov, which is also, it just redirects to the DOJ website. So you can get to the, the trafficking resources from there as well. Absolutely. Anything else that you want to share with the listeners? Uh, that's about it. Just emphasize one more time that uh, on that uh, the DOJ webpage, there's a, a lot of really good resources on there for, uh, for everyone. You bet. Excellent. And as always, stay safe.